Hey guys, it's Litzy and Angie of Collective Shades Radio presents Girls We Know on Family FM, recording inside Canal Street Market in partnership with Listening Party. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here with Jesus Faye. The one and only. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Sorry, I'm recording them right now. <laughs> My name is Lisa Jane. And I'm happy to be sitting here with two of my favorite people. And we're happy yeah. to hear, be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the people that don't know or may not know anything about Miss Lisa, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I, favorite quick. color, walk, <laughs> long walks on the beach. <laughs> Let me say what I always say. I'm a woman of many talents, lover, my greatest one. I am passionate about the many different things I involve myself in. I am a writer, I I draw, I bring people together, I'm a curator of space, the breathing space, Yes, um, which is my conversation series, um, a platform for community, um, which I've been blessed to have the lovely ladies of Collective Shades, you know, be my guest. We talked about what it means to be a person of color um, a few months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. summer. No, Wasn't before it? the summer. It was before the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that was a good intense conversation. Yeah, it was a good conversation. It was good. Um, breathing space is like a open forum conversation, so not a panel. So anyone that comes is involved. So everyone had something to contribute to that conversation of what it means to be a person of color. Um, shit, I feel like we're still. I feel like we're still talking about it. We are. Yeah. I think it's an I, ongoing conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And as we continue to uh, like learn new things, new terminology, just new like forms of identity, I think it just keeps growing. Absolutely. Which is kind of amazing because it's something that was never talked about before. Right. Yeah. What would you say is like your favorite conversation that you've had so far with the breathing space? So you're not gonna hate me if I don't say no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, obviously, that was a really great conversation. But the last conversation when we talked about mental and emotional health, that was probably by far the best conversation we've had. Um, it was great in numbers and in quality. Um, so many people turned out for that one, which already shows how important the conversation is around mental and emotional health. Yeah. But then so many people contributed and had such val- you know, valuable, um, uh, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a perspectives. Pit. Yeah. Yeah. Like just such interesting perspectives, um, and how mental health is not just depression. It's not just anxiety. Mental health is not even just, you know, the extreme. And you think about, like, you know, schizophrenia or uh, straight jackets or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, mental health can just be, like, not feeling up to shit on your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so many people had something to say about that. And it was so beautiful and emotional, but, like, funny because people had, you know, they had humor added to, like, their experiences. And I think that's important to know that mental health, struggling with mental health issues doesn't always have to be such a a downer conversation Mm -hmm. it definitely you know uplifted a lot of people that came in that night yeah 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 definitely i think it's something that you know litzy and i always talk about too we actually touched on it uh last time just as far as like you know you have to find time for yourself and just being able to take a break from things Mm -hmm. uh just because life can and will get overwhelming absolutely 
So yeah, that was definitely I could that was definitely a good conversation to have. Yeah. And you've been to majority of them. You just yeah. you weren't the you last one. in town. No, yeah, I don't want, I don't know where I was. Uh, you were traveling for work. Oh okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think you you agree with me. Like that one was just such a yeah. That was a really big one. Yeah. Um, and then like it 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 was perfect timing because Corey had just released exactly that article. My friend Corey Towns um, had just released an article on Medium. But yeah, like even just ha- he was like a good host, um, you know, and he had a lot to contribute to, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I can find the title later, but coming from the perspective of a black straight man mm-hmm. addressing his bouts with mental health, yeah, you know, his struggles with mental health, that's not something that we talk about in the POC community. You know, it's always like swept under the rug. It's kind of the it's kind of like put a bandaid on it. You know, when it comes to the older people in our in our um, in our cultures, yeah, yeah, they don't really take the time to understand that some of our behavior is the result of our mental health mm-hmm. struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought it was I thought it was so profound that Corey was able to write this piece and share it in the way that he did mm-hmm. you know because that's not easy it's not an easy feat whatsoever especially for a man sometimes Absol- it's Absol- like yeah you know but, but I'm so glad that we're kind of like you know stepping away the stigma and of you know men can't be absolutely you know can't can't have feelings pretty yeah. much you know I think it's that was an, I haven't I haven't had the chance to read it but I definitely will because um, it's so important you know I think it's called still water okay yeah. It is. That's what it's called, right? Stillwater on Medium, uh, and I'll share the link with you so you guys can share it on your platforms. Um, but then I also had Elise Fox yeah. of Sad Girls Club, um, and Elise is powerful um, in her. Like I just always see this woman moving, but she addressed her bouts of uh, mental health issues on um, through a documentary that was received in such a way that all these different women approached her seeking mentorship and that's how she came up with sad girls club because Mm -hmm. she didn't realize that she could have such an effect on or even that there was like such a community you know i guess waiting to find you know find a home to just connect with people Mm -hmm. you know Uh, and she was able to build this up and foster this community centered around you know mental health struggles for young women Mm-hmm. And I think about even growing up, like I didn't have anything like that. Yeah. I yeah. remember we had our guidance counselors in high school and stuff. Yeah, that was it. It's that not the nothing. Same, right? yeah. they, they didn't care. No, like they didn't care. They didn't. They didn't understand. Right. Um. You know, they weren't really there to help. Um. With at any, all yeah. with anything, and that really that really sucks because think about like all the kids that are going through things nowadays you know mm-hmm. the different experiences that are you know the, th- the things that you see like on social media the things that you see on tv whatever the things that they have access to now that we didn't necessarily necessarily have access to mm-hmm. that can affect their mental you right. know a guidance counselor is not going to help them with that not going to point them in the right direction because that mm-hmm. damn sure didn't happen for me yeah so I definitely feel like it's a lot worse now than it was when we were growing up because social media also was not a thing. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And now that it is, like, anxiety and all these things these are, like, These kids grow up so fast right. with they social do. media. Yeah. They do. And they feel like they're lacking in right. ways, but no one's telling them that they're not. Yeah. No, one, no one's telling them to slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think um, even kind of just taking it back to, like, what you said with Elise that... Um, 
you know, people that like, you know, she didn't know that this was something that people needed. So like even just taking that to breathing space mm -hmm. and like kind of how you came up with that. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, to be honest with you, when I first started breathing space, I just wanted to kind of just get some people together. Like I didn't really know where it was going to go, what it looked like. I just remember doing the first one. It was March 29th, um, March 29th, 2017. And literally in the middle, people were like, yo when's the next one mm -hmm. they just loved it so much and I didn't really have a much as much of a structure then as I do now and I was just like damn like, I, I really got to do this I really got to <laughs> work on this and I realized that having this space having you know this conversation with people who look like us not only you know you know ethnic wise but uh, ethnicity wise but people who look like us age-wise, yeah, you know, or even just a little bit older, even mm -hmm. just a little bit younger, but it created community. It did. And community is so important because it allows us to not be alone in whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is that, whatever it is that we're discussing. Mm -hmm. It also provides a learning opportunity because I take a, I learn a whole lot from, uh, from yeah, breathing space. too. It makes me think about things I w wasn't, you know, thinking yeah. about before. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was having a conversation with someone once, um, <clears throat> this, uh, this guy, I know his name is Mike, uh, Mikey LP or the, of the culture LP and I'm probably missing his name, but I remember he was just like congratulating me recently, especially right before the, uh, this is actually right before the mental health conversation. And he said, you know, I really love what you're doing. It's really important. And I said, thank you. And I said, yeah, I think, um, I said something like, I think it's, Angie. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to mess you up because, like, I can hear the background. Um, oh, yeah, I can hear it, too. It's okay. We're inside Canal Street Market. I know. <laughs> We're shopping. Pull up. Right. <laughs> Come see us. <laughs> um, but, no, um, he basically just said, you know, there's healing in community. And I said it's important, you know, to have a space like this when therapy is not an option and he says it's important even when therapy is and I was just like wow like I didn't even think about it that way yeah so even in just conversations I have about breathing space I'm learning something you know it doesn't just take place at the actual event it takes place in conversation you know my everyday discourse mm -hmm. so yeah and as far as the breathing space like I know that you said that you didn't think that it would come you would have this kind of outcome mm -hmm. and you know large following um, what do you hope like to, to be the next step for the breathing space? Cause I know I have, I missed the last one, but I know you had merch out now, yes. which was amazing <laughs> and looked so good. I, um, so I partnered with, uh, two, and I don't want to call them vendors. They're people that I know. They're just really dope individuals. Um, first I partnered with Courtney V. She has her candle brand, Aja Candles. Um, and she makes them out of her kitchen. Like I've seen her do it. Um, and there, there's so much there's so much craftsmanship behind what she does. And I was like, of course I want to partner with you. Of course I want to work with you. Mm -hmm. You're a woman, you're a woman of color and you are doing, you're doing your shit. Like you're, yeah. I love handmade, you know? So I was thinking like, if I, if I am going to create like, or, or like come out with like a product or some kind of merch for breathing space, of course it's going to be handmade. Of course it's going to be, you know, with someone I can identify with, mm -hmm. um, to even just like the slightest degree, you know, she didn't have to necessarily be a woman of color, but it's cool that she's a woman, right. you know? Um, and to me, that was really important. And those candles sold out. Like, oh, everyone, wow. people, people, you're going to get yours in. <laughs> <laughs> people are still, people are still like, yo, 
where's my candle? When can I get another candle? So we're working out um, a release for that. Because I would want to sell them even if it's not. Just uh, at the state. At, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I want people to be able to have access to them. Yeah. You know. And the totes were dope, too. Yes, that's what I was about to get into. The totes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Let me tell you what I went through trying to get some totes made. I remember the beginning yeah. of it. I was trying so hard. Oh, my God. I was. I had all these totes. First of all, it was hard trying to find the totes. Mm-hmm. And then someone I know was like, Lisa, I have some totes I can sell you. Perfect. Now I have the totes. Then I was looking for screen printers. And then I was looking for a heat transfer. Like, I was going to do it myself. And it just it was a, a mess. Mm-hmm. It was a whole mess until um, I was introduced to the Griggs brothers, Chris and Clayton Griggs. And I was like, they, uh, they, they embroider like a lot of different patchwork, a lot of different designs for like really big brands, not really, I mean, it, and even small brands, but definitely not little, old, you know, Lisa Jade <laughs> of, of the breathing space. But um, I talked to him and I talked to Chris and I told Chris what I was looking for. He's like, yeah, I got you. And he nice. really looked out for me. And I think having the tote bags embroidered with the breathing space, especially in the, the design that I came up with, mm-hmm. I just think it looks really, really dope. I yeah. think it, they're they're of quality. They're unique. Um, I mean, you don't really come across a lot of embroidered yeah, tote bags. Screen printed. Yes, everything's screen printed nowadays. Yeah. So I feel like it, they're just like something. It's like something that just elevates it a little bit more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I love it. And people love them. And they sold out too. Yeah, so. I need a tote bag. <laughs> I know. I am a fan of tote bags. <laughs> more to come. More to come. It's so funny. I was talking to Courtney. Um, I gifted Courtney with a, a tote bag, you know, because I really appreciated all the work that she had put into getting the candles made. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I, I, like, I met up with her recently. She was carrying the tote bag. And I was like, oh, shit, you have the tote bag. She goes, yeah, girl. She's like, I can't even wear a white tote bag. They get so dirty. So yeah. there's something about girl, the tote bags. Look at mine's on the floor. <laughs> See? There's something, the there's something about that. Like, you know, it's a black tote bag. It's it's going to last you. And yeah. it's going to go with everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so, okay. So you have so many, you know different creative friends like i know i feel like we always almost come to you sometimes like hey like do you if we're like thinking of something yeah Yeah. do you ever or have you ever been at a point where you felt like even though you guys are friends you were kind of like maybe in competition or like was there ever like a jealousy thing or like how is that something that you go that i like balance and yeah so i don't think there's ever been like um maybe not jealousy there has been, I feel like, and this, I think it's just a New York thing, a competition to remain relevant mm-hmm. or a competition to re- to look busier than someone else or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think about, so even, like, when I partnered with Courtney to do the candles, like, she put a lot of work into those candles. So it, there was obviously no competition there, but I didn't want to make it seem like, oh, and I know, I hope no one thinks this, but that I just, she just gave me some candles and I sold them. Right. Like, we worked together. I talked to her. We worked out a scent together. Um, she did the bulk of the work, but that's also me wanting to put her on. You know what I mean? These aren't the breathing space candles. These are Aja candles in partnership with the breathing space. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's really great or really important to recognize each other's strengths mm-hmm. and not, um, you know, bring a com- a co- any kind of, like, combativeness or any kind of competition into the conversation right? or into the flow. I work with Niara. You know, Niara Sterling is my musical coordinator. Um, we have a really good balance because I'm the 
curator of the actual space she's the curator of the vibe yeah. of the music and I like that. we have two completely different roles in building you know the breathing space mm-hmm. and i think that's also very important um uh, i think too many people are so stuck on being the one on top or right like, the like they do everything exactly and that's not the case mm-hmm. you know i'm not in their dj breathing space yeah. and try to be on the mic <laughs> You know, so like we recognize each other's, you know, place in our own our own place, you know, mm-hmm. in the whole equation. Right. And I think that's so important because it's like the only way to win, right? You're winning with your friends. Exactly. You're putting them on exactly. like other people that, you know, are attending the breathing space. They get to see um, all of the, you know, your creative friends and exactly. like they get put on. They could follow Niara. Exactly. They could buy candles. Exactly. It's so, like it's just it's just like a beautiful community. Exactly. Of helping everybody out. Exactly. And I think people are so against that in ways mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's New York or if it's just the generation I don't know but like even me sitting here with you guys we both have our own platforms you know that create community but we're not going against each other we're like mm-hmm. how can we right. help each other yeah and here we are yeah so yeah I definitely think it's a generational thing yeah I don't know that it's just a New York thing because I feel like I see it everywhere yeah like everybody kind of experiences that kind of thing and for you, again, like, you know, Litsy said, like, it, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, in specific, the way, you know, that we're, like, looking at it is the fact that, you know, they're people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, a good thing because it's, like, you always you always hear people say, you know, um, people of color, they're never sticking together. They're never doing, you know, anything. So it's, like, oh, to no, see you, I'm a, you I'm know gonna, what I mean? I'm going to combat that stigma. Because that's not the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like the women that I know, the people that I want to work with, um, I don't I don't want us to go against each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make sure that's not the case. I'm going to nip that shit right in the butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want like if I even hear it, hear it from someone else, if I hear it from one of my homegirls, even whenever I feel like we're going through our own struggles, our own personal battles and we see someone else, you know, thriving, it's very easy to fall into the well, why them, not me? Absolutely. You know? Um, I've I've had to check myself countless times on that. Same. Um, and I think it's important to check our friends too, because mm-hmm. our friends might come with us with that. You know, our business partners might come with us. You know, come to us with that. Like, hey, well, I'm not. I don't. I don't know why it's not working out for me. I don't know why things. It's all in time. You know, mm-hmm. all in in due time. Um, I think things. If you are intentional, if you focus on what you want your outcome to be. Or not even like the bigger picture, not even necessarily the outcome, but, but if you focus on what you want the next step to be, mm-hmm. you're going to get there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's just, you know, it is a matter of, you know, just sticking to your own path, which we talked about last time, too. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, someone may get there a little bit faster than you, but you know what? Maybe try it a different way. Exactly. We've lord knows we've tried things many ways you know and now we're here so i mean that's even like breathing space like if you've been coming to if anyone's been coming from the very first breathing space to the the most recent one the very first the very first breathing space was literally just a conversation straight through yeah there was no break there was no inter there was nothing it just conversation straight through Mm -hmm. and people were kind of just like talking at each other and not mm-hmm. talking with each other. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't have my breathing space, breathing space, breathing space. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have so that. So everyone can like yeah, cool off exactly. and like, you know, retract their thoughts exactly. and just exactly. and think about 
something for a second. I didn't have that. And then also, you know, I'm working with a venue. And Mm -hmm. the venue was like, Lisa, this actually didn't work for us. And I was like, well, damn, I don't want to lose out on my space because this this is the home of breathing space. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose your home. Yeah. Um, So then I had to work things out so that they could be beneficial to the venue Mm because that's also something I'm in partnership with, you know. And then going back to what you said about how black people don't support each other. I'm supporting this venue because I'm bringing them business and they're supporting me because they're giving me a space. Yeah. It's all about growth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like just for us, for you, just to see, you know, like where you started, you figured out what works, what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You just grow from there and change things to get whatever. Yeah. So it's definitely all. What would you say is the one thing that you've learned throughout this year, whether it be yourself or breathing space people anything I think it's something that I'm relearning every day and every year every time I have such like some something major happen to me and that's just like trust the process yeah Mm -hmm. um you guys know some of like the personal things I've you know dealed with or battled with you know this past year Mm -hmm. and look at me now (laughs) look at me now (laughs) um (laughs) but no like in all seriousness like a lot has changed you know for the better and a lot of change for not necessarily the worst, but for understanding and for learning purposes, you know? Um, so it's just, just being present, being intentional and trusting where you are more than anything. That's my biggest lesson. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Now, um, as far as like us, when, when you are in the breathing space and I can only relate (laughs) it back to when we had our conversation of what it means to be a person of color, Mm -hmm. there was a point in time, um, where it got really intense Mm -hmm. and somebody, um, was being a little bit maybe too forward, you know, in, yeah, disrespectful disrespectful. in the conversation, like, um, and you handled it very well. You know, and um, she ended up leaving. Anyways, yes. after. Oh, obviously was quick to quick kick her out. Yeah, <laughs> I wish um, I, I can't. I, I wish I knew who that woman was. Yeah, I don't. I don't think no one really. Because it, it was the first time. Yeah, I think, think she first. was just new. Yeah, like you know, to even old. So. Yeah, yeah. How would um, I that hasn't really happened often. I think no, but I that think that was the extreme. That was the. Ex- it was also an intense conversation. Yeah. Um, but. How did you feel in that moment when that was happening? I felt like I needed to protect my baby. You know, I felt like breathing space is my baby. And I was not going to allow anyone to disrespect the people that were there to genuinely, you know, partake in, in this conversation. People who, were, who wanted to share their experiences. And I, I was not going to allow her to continue. Um, I did hear that I handled it really well. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. And I, I feel like. Too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm like, girl, better you than me. Right. <laughs> and I think that's like when you think about anyone that's like protecting something that they care about, there is that like nervousness because it's like you want to just like be this fighter, be this warrior. Mm-hmm. And I could have been very combative with her, but I was not going to allow. I wasn't going to show that side of me because that's not a side that I don't even think really exists. You know, unless it has to, because <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but I wasn't going to let it exist in that space because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to act out in front of my baby. You know, I'm not going to show my ass in front of my baby. You know what I mean? So I I just wanted her to shut up and I wanted her to <laughs> I did. I just I wanted her to stop talking. I wanted her to give the other people a chance 
and she's also drunk so it was, mm-hmm. was going to be a little difficult anyway yeah but um in that moment i felt nervous but i felt like i needed to protect my child right yeah <laughs> i don't have any children i think everybody handled it pretty well too yeah. because even um she was over over talking somebody yeah and and um the girl that was that was speaking like she handled it really really well like she remained yeah. really calm and you know she still let her say yeah. whatever rude things she was saying but then she was like okay like I'm talking right. now. Like, it's my turn. Right. Didn't people clap when she left? Yeah, yes. people did clap. I, did. <laughs> I think we all clapped when yeah. she left. I was so happy. And I think, oh, too, yeah. even in that moment, because she was specifically talking to those two, they were, like, two foreign white girls, and they were genuinely giving their opinion on, like, how they see the world. And mm-hmm. so that, and I was like, girl, like, this girl is, like, a bad representation. She probably thinks that, like, the rest of us are, like, so rude. And I it was know. just like, yeah, you got to go because... Well, there were also not that kind there of was like an Indian yeah. woman there yeah. that was trying to talk about mm-hmm. about her experiences of not necessarily identifying as a person of color, even right. though she was because she's Indian. And it wasn't something that was said, I guess, like talked about in her household or in her country. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely definitely something in America. I really feel like POC is an American term that yeah. has kind of like traveled over. And I could be wrong. But from my own knowledge, I do believe POC happened here first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We may have to do a round two. Yeah, I'm down. I'm so down. I I'm, won't be so nervous. I was like, Quincy, I'm literally going to vomit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's the thing with breathing space. Like, I don't necessarily want to do a new conversation each time. Mm-hmm. I'm so okay with revisiting. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely going to be a mental health part two conversation. There's definitely going to be of what it means to be a person of color part two conversation. And my other favorite one was when we talked about sex. You were there for that yeah, one. I think that was our Good. first one. Yeah, that was, I think, my first one. Yeah. Was that your first one? No. Because you came to the one with Corey. I've, I've been to like all of them, though. Yeah, yeah so you no. went to all of them. <laughs> I missed the relationship one yes okay i came to that yeah okay Mm -hmm. the sex conversation though that that was a good one you know what it was for me with that one and i say this all the time i bring this up there was someone in my ear um a former friend of mine who was basically like oh you're going to be disrespectful to the the gay community um it's it's going to be a very heteronormative hetero narrative and i was just like that's not true like i i trust the people that come out to my event to be respectful Mm -hmm. and that's only because he had come to the conversation of um how we balance life on and off social media and there were some very hetero uh uh, narrative like heavy hetero narratives that particular event but that doesn't mean that that's going to be the same narrative each one right you know and i trust and I've had so many breathing spaces at this point. I trust that people are going to come with quality words. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to come and not and not just talk shit. They're going to talk their shit, but it's going to actually be something intelligent, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like with the sex conversation, we talked about body shaming in, in sex and yeah. like body confidence during sex. We talked about um, being communicative with your partner before and after. You know, that's still something that people just aren't, talking about and mm-hmm. I and I would love to have that conversation again um, I also love how it got like really deep into if I'm not mistaken it also got into um, how some women just felt ashamed because yeah. of their past experiences yeah you know going through sexual trauma exactly so Th- that's so important that also like leads into like mental health mm-hmm. you know um, se- sexual trauma talking about what was the other thing that we talked about um, 
whether or not you're more modest or you're more free, you Mm -hmm. know, with your, with your sexually liberated, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that a lot of people think that basically like the term ho, Mm -hmm. you know, when someone was talking about being so sexually liberated, someone else was on the other end, like maybe she, you know, like looking, but like there was no judge, there was no judgment, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just like this person's experience is just completely different. Her morals, her ideals are just different than someone else's, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it was better Mm -hmm. or worse, you know? So, yeah. See, like, and I like, even like with you mentioning that term, I just, I think like maybe like in my younger years, looking at someone who is like that. Sexually liberated. Yeah. "Mm, Yeah. Yeah. She's a hoe. (laughs) But like, no, like honestly, but like now just like growing up, you're being more of an adult. Like you've experienced things and you know, you're more open-minded. Like that may, that may not personally be how I do things, but I respect that. Mm -hmm. That's how you choose to live your life. And I'm not going to judge you for that. Right. That doesn't make me any better of a person if I say, right. oh, she's like this. She like I would ne- I would never do that. That's right. That, like mm-hmm. that's and I think it's so crazy. Like even taking it back to social media, just to see the things that people say about other people who, based on the way they live their lives. Like even down the to comments like, their kids, in the shade it's like <laughs> these are not your kids. These are not your relationships. If they want to live their life this way, that is Let totally them. up to them. Yeah, exactly. It's not gonna better you or harm you. So yeah. what do you? What do you care? Absolutely. Yeah. So social media. I know. <laughs> I think like I, so many things. Yeah. Social media really has, I think, completely shifted our culture. Absolutely. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram alone. Mm-hmm. I think it's I feel like Instagram is just like the most predominant, like active. Yeah. Like there's like people do people still use Facebook? I use it for my family. Yeah, I yeah. use it for my family, too. Yeah. My family, like, my friends that, you know, right. yeah. that I don't t- talk to all the time, you know. Yeah. And, like, Twitter, I feel like I go there for the laughs. Yeah, yeah. Twitter is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I rarely tweet, but I can scroll on Twitter uh-huh, all day. Me, too. People are funny. <laughs> and then Instagram is almost like your brand. Yeah. People, it's it becomes your brand. Yeah, it does. It's you're literally only showing the quote unquote best parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. My Instagram is curated to some degree, but um, I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with what the other people are receiving. I think mm-hmm. it's more so for what I want to put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, and honestly, like kudos to the people who post their struggles. Yeah. Because you got to be a strong kind of person to not care about the backlash and, you know, all of that that comes with it. Right. That, I mean, that's another reason why I do the breathing space, because there um, there are people like Nikisha, Nikisha Riley. I'm not sure if she's changed her name. I know it was something else once before, but she shares a lot of her um, struggles with mental health. She posted a photo once of her like crying. Who posts pictures of them crying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not something... I, I we would I don't no, I just don't I look I just, ugly <laughs> I, and maybe maybe she felt like she looked ugly too but like she didn't care because she knew that she wanted to get her point across yeah um there's That's also exactly there's also my homegirl um Erin who has come to breathing space she posts her struggles all the time and I think it's allowing people to see like in that moment um a familiar story you know to take so like someone just automatically does not feel alone but i feel like with breathing space i'm also providing that space for that same narrative that same conversation 
and even though we're not always talking about deep stuff all the time, because mm-hmm. again, the sex conversation, it had its deep moments, but it was a lighthearted conversation. Yeah. Dating conversation had its lighthearted, you know, moments. So I just think it allows people to just have shared experiences mm-hmm. more than anything. Are you surprised as to how open people are? In the breathing space? At first, I was. Now, I'm, I feel like I'm so used to it. Yeah. I'm even more open, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but at first, I was just like, damn, like, she just said that in front of this, <laughs> in front of this whole room with people she don't know. I know. But, I literally uh, stare at Lisa. Like, <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, oh. Girl. <laughs> Angie texts me during breathing space <laughs> while, I'm, while you're while while I'm trying to host. <laughs> I'm over here trying to, like, focus, holding the mic, looking at someone, listening to their story. Angie's like, Lisa, I can't help. I'm, I'm about to start laughing. <laughs> like she, and I'm just like, Angie. <laughs> She was like, what did they just say? And I'm just like over here. She's literally sitting across from me. And I'm trying so hard not to laugh. I'll like pick up my drink or something just to kind of distract myself. Sometimes I do it just to be an asshole. Just I know like, you do. Gonna read it. Oh, man. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> and you always messing somebody up. Right. <laughs> but no. Um, it is interesting that people... Um, are so open Mm -hmm. but to be honest with you it humbles me and i'm so honored to be able to be in that space with someone who is so willing and it makes me want to just open up even more like i talked about especially this last time you know about my own struggles with mental health and in ways that i probably wouldn't have said i would not i feel like if i were a guest going to a breathing space i don't know if i would be so open and so willing to just share my story you know um, but being that I'm hosting it and I've just been hearing so many stories, you know, all this time, because not only am I putting it together, but I'm literally the one, the one that's like there, like, hey, guys, what's up? Thank you for coming to the breathing space, you know? Yeah. So I just it's allowing me to to be more relaxed in who I am. Yeah, I think it's definitely helped. I mean, I, I think it's helped me for yeah. sure. Yeah. And um I don't I don't think I've ever personally shared anything being a guest like as at the breathing space Neither. just that one time when we were <laughs> when we were You did talk about that one time. I put you on on, on the spot. I can't remember. Was I there? I probably was there. It was the music conversation. Oh yes. Wow. I, oh yeah, I went yeah. to that one. Yeah. I yeah. think was that your that was that, that your was first? Our first one? I, I think that was our first. Yeah, I think first. that was our first. Yeah. That was your first? I think so, yeah. I don't remember coming before that. I think because the one right before the music one was Corey, How to Balance Life on Social Media. No. You weren't in I that didn't, one? no. Okay, so I yeah, didn't. you came to the third one, which was the one on the music conversation. With, yeah. with Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. That was Even, a great one. Yeah, that was another one of my favorites. Also because, like, Odyssey is dope. Um, and I asked him to be my guest, and he goes... Yeah, he's like, just tell me when and where. Like there was so no, dope. there was no pushback. He had a concert before or after yeah. that, uh, the breathing space. I think it was before. Before, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I just remember I wanted to go. <laughs> so I was, and then you were like, I, I saw that yeah. you were gonna have it. I was like, I'm like, oh, dope. I'm there. <laughs> I'm <just gonna> be <laughs> there. See, that was so cool to me because one, like, even though yeah, we were talking about music, he was in like, it was like a different element for him. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't have to perform, and he's very much an introvert. Like he very much likes to be at home, you know, with his wife, with his kid. And this was a space for him that was so similar to a living room, which I think was he was so okay with. Yeah. I mean he granted he left right after. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I know. He's like 
<laughs> before anybody tries asking right. questions. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but it was so dope and so cool to have him there, and I'm so yeah. glad he came out. Yeah. yeah. I also really like that he focused the conversation on the people yeah. and not really on his music. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It really it allowed. It was different than like a Q and A because mm-hmm. like the the questions that were asked had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love that the guests didn't ask any questions specific to like him and his artistry. Mm-hmm. He was able to just have a free conversation about music. Yeah. I think it's something about that space that you kind of know that you're coming there for a conversation and not a Q&A. Exactly, yeah. Like yeah. I don't ever feel like, okay, like I'm about to answer this question, this question, this question and be done. Like it's like, right. granted I've never spoken, <laughs> <laughs> but... Even still, like I feel like I feel like at this point, people, you know what you're walking into. Yeah. Like this is a conversation and not like an interview. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also refreshing for my special guests to realize because like there are some people I ask, even when I asked Elise to be part of it, you were there, Andy, when yeah. I asked her. Like I also didn't want to make it seem like I was just asking her to do something for me for free. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted her to understand the importance and like the value behind it. Mm-hmm. And Again, me asking people to be a part of it, I think automatically they think that people are going to be asking them a whole bunch of questions. Like a panel. Right. And I have to, like, you know, it reiterate, like, hey, it's not a panel. You're literally just going to be there and you're going to provide something to the conversation that, that's just a little bit different, maybe a little bit more... Um, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but, like, because they j- they're just more familiar with it, yeah. with whatever this, the topic may be, mm-hmm. um, or just familiar in, like, a unique way. Mm-hmm. Like, again, with uh, Elise and her Sad Girls Club, or, like, Odyssey and being a musician, Corey and, you know, being, like, a social media person, you know? <laughs> like it's Content just, creator. Content creator, right. It just kind of, it worked. Yeah. Um, my Jordan Ash, you know, her dating and NYC podcast. So I just had her, you know, as my guest for the dating conversation, because she has a podcast focused on dating in New York City. Yeah. Um, but not because she's like some love guru or some dating guru or anything like that. It's just she can provide a different element to the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think that whenever I have my guests, I think they're just so re- like refreshed after like, Absolutely. wow, like this wasn't all the attention wasn't on me. It was on the conversation. And I think it's also refreshing for the people joining because oh, like you said it's not a panel right so it's not just you know you hear you you're sitting down and getting to listen to this person who is established or maybe not established right. um about what they're doing and right. how they go about it and how they got there it's kind of like you know just an open conversation right and it almost feels like you guys are just chilling right and it's just home and mm-hmm. you guys are friends yeah i wish though i wish people would stop raising their hands and I kind of wish somebody would just, like, start. Like, you want to mm-hmm. say something right now. I mean, granted, it can obviously become, like, this, like, chatter place. But I feel like if someone is able to, you know, own their, you know, auto- autonomy in the conversation, then they'll be able to, like, flow from conversation to conversation. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, hey, wait. See, I don't know. I feel like it's hard because, one, so many people talk for so long. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And, yeah. like, for someone like for me, time. if I'm talking and you start talking over me, I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I would hope, like, see me, this is me being hopeful. I would hope that somebody would not necessarily just talk over the person and just have like a normal, like bounce back. Exactly. A flowing conversation. I think it can, I think I see it happen a little bit with um, the guests, how it it starts, but also like guests that have been going to the breathing space for a while and always are active in the conversation. I think they bounce each other really well. Like, especially with Corey and um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, 
I can't remember his name, but I know he's always there. Um, people really bounce, you know, yeah. the, like uh, like people that go all the time. Mm-hmm. Just know how to balance the conversation really well between each other. That's but true. when it is someone that's new um, and they don't know how to jump in, you know, raising their hand mm-hmm. is like the only way to maybe get noticed that's true i mean even because i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm outgrowing you know to babble so like people who are all the way in the back that want to say something and they're like yeah. i see like their hand like Little peeking hand. over it. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like, oh you behind the yeah <laughs> right um i think i think i'm gonna try to find a way to make sure that everyone is involved because it has gotten to a point where like the only people who are really involved in the conversation are the people who are sitting like right in front of me. Yeah. And I don't want to exclude the people who are in the back who are off to the side, mm-hmm. you know, just cause they, I can't see their hand. Like I want them to partake. I want them to join and I want them to contribute. Yeah. And it's a small space too. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful space, but it is small for the people in the back. Yeah. And so you got to end up going early too. Yeah. You definitely have it to, fills to get a up. seat. Yeah. I know we, <laughs> We got the couch. My seat is right in front. FYI, it's reserved for Lindsay. And, it's reserved for Lindsay and Angie. The couch. That corner Angie, to the right. Angie shows up before I do all the time. She be, I'm like, she'd be Lisa, like Lisa, where are you? Are you? Not here for your own event. I'm like, I'm here before you. <laughs> then I text Lindsay like, Lindsay, where are you? I know. The seats are gonna go. I'm like, save me a seat, save me a seat. Put your back down. <laughs> Oh no! But yeah, that's so funny. I know. What? When is your next one? I always ask you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna drum roll to nothing because I don't have a date just yet. Um, a lot's changed in my own personal life, and I and I'll tell you guys I don't mind. Yes, absolutely. Um, Fill us in. Um, well, so one thing I addressed at the mental health conversation was how I've been dealing with unemployment depression which is something that Corey addressed in his Stillwater piece. Um, and under, unemployment depression is, is a real thing. Even when you are employed, you might feel unemployed because maybe your checks aren't coming as frequently or maybe they're not coming as heavily as you're hoping, mm-hmm. you know, and you're not being able to pay your bills on time or anything like that. And to be honest with you guys, I struggle with, with that. You know, I moved this year. Um, honestly, extreme, I, I wouldn't say it was spontaneous, but I kind of just like, I'm doing it. And I did it. And then I was like, damn, this is hard, you know? <laughs> I got to pay really rent. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it was just, it was really difficult. Um, but I am now working for a digital agency. I'm not going to go into what I'm doing or with the company, but um, I'm really happy with what I'm doing. I get to bring people together. I get to create some kind of um, office culture centered around bringing in quality talent you know, for this really dope company. And I'm able to pay my rent and not have to necessarily live paycheck to paycheck. And that feels so, 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 so good. So as I'm getting settled in my new role, as I'm getting settled in my new company, I have not put breathing space on the back burner. I just want to make sure that I'm comfortable, not even comfortable, but I'm content with where I'm at, you know, in my professional life. So that when I go into like my entrepreneurial life, uh, Nouriel, oh shit, how do you say it? Entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneurial. Entrepreneur. Don't ask me. That's why I'm sitting looking at the boat. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, who's going to say it right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, whatever. My entre life. <laughs> Entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm like, notice I'm quiet. I know, but as I go into my life... We can't read over here. Clearly, (laughs) clearly. 
But as I go into my life as an entrepreneur, I want to make sure that I am being intentional and I'm not just putting something together just to put it together. Because that has been an idea of mine is just putting together breathing spaces just to have them. But like, I don't necessarily care about the quantity. I care about the quality of them. And that's even like with doing this mental health uh, conversation. That particular event, I launched my merch at that event. You know, I had two very important people at that event. And that one event opened so many doors for me that I'm just like, I'm going to make sure that I'm just as intentional going into the next ones. So I will definitely keep you guys posted. Um, Also keep in mind, um, or a heads up, I guess, I'm going to be doing a dinner series, a (gasps) private dinner breathing space. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm excited for that. It's going to be just a few people. um, Including us. (laughs) <laughs> including him. <y'all. laughs> <laughs> now I got to write y'all down in my <laughs> <head>. <laughs> Um and it's it's going to be we're still working out a number. I'm I'm stuck anywhere between 15 to 20 or 20 to 25 people. Mm-hmm. Um just just to kind of just make it a little bit more intimate. Yeah. You know, a little bit more conversational with everyone and not just like the few people that are raising their hands mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I feel like why not have, you know, a great conversation over food and, and drinks? That's amazing. Who are with you? surprises and stuff. So. Who are you doing it with? I'm doing my first one with um, a, fr- a friend of mine. Her name is Chef Day. Um, Day is so dope. She is such a culinary artist. Like, her plating, like, down to her plating is so incredible. She knows how to, like, remake dishes. I remember she had some, like, leftover oxtail recently and she made oxtail dumplings because she was like well i don't want to just heat it up i want to you want to have like a whole different you know culinary experience yeah so she got some like dough that i i don't know if she made it from scratch or not but she literally made little oxtail dumplings roasted some vegetables made a ramen so we had oxtail dumplings and ramen (laughs) (laughs) it was so good she hooked us up for real so i'm like I definitely want to bring this type of dining experience to you know the people of the breathing space Mm -hmm. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. I'll definitely be on And delicious. I know. Definitely be on the lookout for that. And it will be ticketed. So for those who have been coming to Breathing Space and know Breathing Space is normally free, you know, the door is open. Um, But for this particular event, it will be ticketed. So I hope that people are able to make it when I have a date. (laughs) And it's like a first come, first serve. Yeah. um, Whoever buys a ticket first. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. I like that. I'm Send excited. Us the link first. I yeah. got you. <laughs> I mean, you know, people will be getting the link, you know, uh-huh. um, like my, the, my personal invites, and then I'll just make it open. Yeah. But uh, it'll be cool. I mean, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say this, but there'll be a live band. You know, there'll be live <gasps> Ooh, music. Wow. Um. So it'll be yeah. We'll have like a DJ, like a party set, the same way we normally do with breathing space. But also like during uh during dinner, I'll make sure to have like a live. You know, I want, I want you to get what you pay for. Like, yeah. yeah, you're paying for the intimate dining experience, but it's also going to be other things, you know. That's really dope. Yeah. I like that. I know. That sounds like a lot of fun. When are you, th- like, December or, like, in the new year? I'm thinking, I was thinking, honestly, we were looking to do uh, November. But so much was happening with, you know, finding a space. And these are the qualms that, you you know, you deal with mm-hmm. with being an entrepreneur. I may have a space. <laughs> I can send you the link. See, this is why we work together. Yeah. This is why we work so well. So, yes, I would love that. Yeah. Um, but it was going to be November, and then I started thinking about December. But last year, I took December off for a breathing space. The only thing is that um, I took October off this, this time around, and I took November off 
I don't want to go another month without having a breathing space. Mm -hmm. So I may do it in December. Okay. And I feel like it'd be really great, especially around the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. It would be great. Oh, that sounds so cool. Make sure you're not traveling, okay? Uh, I'll be Lord here. Lord knows I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no money for traveling right now. <laughs> well, I don't think I have any more questions. Andrew? We got to the tea. All right. Well, <laughs> why don't you let the people know where they can find you on any social media platforms? So... <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at Lisa John A, which is L E E Z A J O N E E, and you can find the breathing space at at <laughs> the dot breathing space. And if y'all can't spell that, I don't know. But just <laughs> DM her. I know. Just DM <laughs> me if you if you having if you having trouble. But it's also in my bio. So yeah. if you get to my page, um, click right into my bio, the breathing space. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me. <laughs> our official first guest i know <laughs> all right guys you just listened to our second episode of collective shades radio presents girls we know in partnership with listening party the creators of family fm you can follow the crew on instagram at listening party presents and at canal street market bye y'all deuces <laughs>